Hey, John. Hi, Veronica. Well, what do you know? We have an exquisite opportunity here. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but we are reviewing a movie that's actually on the cover of our podcast, David. Um, it's uh, no, no. Everything in our cover image is completely original <laughs> artwork that I did. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Including okay. the font and the typeface. Quick, go back in time and don't reveal our secrets. Two, two. Um, did you like how I did a, a good uh, no and to your improv right there? Veronica? I think a no but. <laughs> no but. <laughs> Years of improv training uh, could give us cold opens as good as that, but it is true. We're doing a time travel movie today. We are, yeah. Yeah, we're time traveling back to 1989 to time travel forward to 2015, then time travel back to 85, to then time travel back to 55. Right? Did I get all the time travel? To movie then clip? time travel back to 1885. Ah, stowaway, stowaway. Who said voice in our time machine? <laughs> Correcting my movie facts. <laughs> we have a know-it-all time travel stowaway. We have, yeah, like a quiet stowaway who's just sitting us and judging us. <laughs> um, we do. We have, uh, we have a guest on the show tonight. Um, a... Uh, tonight, I've decided it's night when you're listening to yeah, this. Yeah, it's like Leno. <laughs> <laughs> you record in the day, you release it at night. Yep, yep. Yeah, are, we imagine all our listeners are listening to us while nestling in for a nice sleep. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. Uh, listen to our show before going to bed. My friend, we were uh, we went to Atlantic City one night, uh-huh. and he put on his nighttime sounds, which I didn't know. They were uh, like Greek documentaries. <laughs> Like not in really? Greek. I mean, like sound effects of like wars and horses, and then, like <laughs> four thousand Greek men died at the That's battle insane. of. It was insane. <laughs> and he complains about my snoring. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've probably, from all the context clues that we've given so far, you probably can already tell who our guest is. Uh, <laughs> he's a very funny actor and filmmaker uh, who has appeared in, as he puts it. One scene of everything. <laughs> Please welcome Mr. John Marbley. Thank you. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Thank Good. you so much yeah. for doing our podcast. Oh, please. It's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to get John for a while now at our yeah, box like office two time weeks. machine. <laughs> two weeks? Three weeks? We started having guests two episodes ago. You asked me twice. <laughs> I said yes the first time. We didn't, didn't hear record. back. <laughs> well, welcome. I said yes the second time. And you heard back. I'm very easy. Well, it's you know, you should consider yourself lucky because we watch a lot of really bad movies on this show. And I, I would, uh, spoilers, say this one's not one of them. 
Really? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> wow, am I going to be the most positive? This is a real this is a real shocker for this show. I'm usually really? the negative Nelly of the group. Well, you left your taste on the subway, I think. <laughs> okay, um so we are have we even said we are <laughs> we are traveling back to 1989 to do Back to the Future Part 2. Uh, the first of two sequels that were filmed back to back in, I guess, '88 during a family ties hiatus. Um, <laughs> Is that why? That's that's, that's partially cool. why they that filmed them back to back. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's also the house- I figured they got everyone. They're like, oh, let's shoot two. It went so well, <laughs> yeah. guys. Let's, let's make two go movies. Home. <laughs> yeah, <it> was- <laughs> guys, Bonanza just let out. Let's just use. Is that set. where they shot it? I assume they probably shot it at one of like the back lots that had. You well, know, yeah, I don't know I would if assume it's that too. I, I was excited it was the Bonanza one, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't know. It might be. <laughs> what was? What's everyone's history with this film? Uh, non-existent. You've never seen it before. I've never seen. Uh, <gasps> oh wow! Back to the Future Part Two. I've seen Back to the Future Part One, okay. and I think it's okay. The first one is just okay. Yeah. What about three? Have you seen three? No. Interesting. So I saw the first one. I was like, yeah, this is fine. I don't need to watch the second one. So I never did until wow. this point. Insanity. You don't watch movies <laughs> till you need to? I mean, <laughs> ones that I didn't really have an affinity for. Sure. <laughs> Veronica, yeah, Veronica only watches movies she needs to if she's ever in a scrape and needs <laughs> yeah. a movie to help solve <laughs> She's sitting there. She's like, oh, no, an evil genius is building a laser on the moon. I guess I'll watch Moonraker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've never seen Moonraker. Am I correct that that's the plot? I don't know. I believed you because I haven't either. Yeah, I think it does ha- involve a laser and the moon. I, I, I know are... there's a moon base. Uh, Roger Moore, uh, uh, I liked him. I just never caught up with that one. Mm. You want a hot take? Yeah. I love Pierce Brosnan the most. He will. He's, he's my favorite Bond. I, they're all so boring except for him. I, I like him very... too, but I think it must also be an age thing. Yes, Because exactly. like, we came... Uh-huh. Because he's oh, the he's James our Bond. Sean Connery or yeah, whatever. he's the one that was oh, around when we came of age or Whereas like started I, watching movies. I prefer Daniel Craig because, as we all know, I'm uh, you're way 10 years, far younger. I'm ten yes. years younger than both right, of you. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I had to buy you all those drinks last night. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah, and tell you what 9/11 was about. Oh, that, <laughs> wow, that was a scary story. I'm glad we moved on from that. Um, anyway, so let's get to this conversation because I got a frat party to get to later. <laughs> um, but As established, we are <laughs> recording this at night. Um, John, what was what was your history with this film? I, I mean, I saw them all when I was a kid. Yeah. I liked the first one a lot because I liked the 50s mm-hmm. as a kid. I hated the second one when I saw it because I found Biff to be extremely annoying mm-hmm. oh, and yes. all his relatives. And I didn't care for the future. I thought flying cars were absurd. <laughs> and I still do. And you were and proven right. Huh? And you were proven right. Cause... Yeah. And yeah. When I was a kid, everyone was like, oh, you know, we're going to have flying cars in 20 years. And I was like, no, we're not. We barely have, like, you know how complicated the air traffic control system is? You can't just have people flying around. I love to I'm imagine. Not like, imagine all the people who drive on a highway flying around in three dimensions it's impossible but also imagine... like just the weight of keeping a car oh that too is absolutely just like the number amazon the can't even drone drop a dvd <laughs> oh I that's hope, anachronistic i, I guess this is how, exactly how you talked when you were a child to your like yeah to my father to your father your fifth grade friends 
You're like, Back to the Future 1's great, but Back to the Future 2? It's absurd. Cars, no way. Yeah. Absurd. <laughs> and then 3, I think, was actually my favorite. Interesting. <laughs> really? I loved 3. Well, 3, so um, I loved the first one as a, as a kid. I watched all three, and then I think I only re-watched second and third when I got that big DVD set that came out. It was a big deal Oh, yeah, the big like DVD set. 2003 yeah. or whatever. Because uh, I realized as I put this on, I was like, I don't think I've seen this one in 15 years. Part two. Um, part two. And I also, the that third was one. was 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> the third one was never my favorite because I, I was just not as big a, uh, big into Westerns, even though it was yeah. so clear. The creative team was just dying to do a Western. Oh, sure. Uh, they, um, uh. Even though the 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 studio persuaded them to do the logical choice of going to the future first, um, there are all these interviews where um, Zemeckis is like, I hated doing the future scenes. Everyone who does future scenes, uh, movies that do future, always get it wrong, and I hate making predictions. And I didn't want to do it, so we made that as brief as possible. I would argue, oh, gosh, the best part of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, also, like, you're not working for the U.S. government. You can get it wrong. It's fiction. <laughs> I found, so this time... You don't I, work in the Pentagon. I remember, I I really liked this one, not nearly as much as the first, but I really liked it as a kid. But I remember hearing that people didn't like it because it was... Interesting. Because it was so mean-spirited. And watching it oh. now, I, I much more get what people complain about it. Because oh. the first one, ha it's at, this one is as clever, if not more so, than the first one in all its time travel shenanigans. But the uh, first one okay. has... <laughs> I don't know if clever story yeah. um, Objectively true, won't argue. Okay, um, fair enough. Uh, but the first one, <laughs> the first one, in addition to the time travel, has the heart of meeting your parents as kids. And this one replaces that with basically just creating a trilogy villain in Biff, uh, a character right. so reprehensible and awful that America elected him president uh, 30 years <laughs> later. I mean, yeah, I think that's true. Well, it's a, it's a meditation on human greed. Mm -hmm. I feel like also just like this movie, everyone is a fucking cartoon dialed up to 11 like all the time which i am so fine with really like all the villains like no one is acting normal like the villains the like the character like, one like that i yeah. don't I remember i, oh, I don't remember but like this one i, was I like, think it is yeah. what the fuck who the fuck are all these hams like what is this right. it's a live everyone is cartoon. a fucking goober no this is so annoying no doc oh. is the most muted character somehow which yes. is crazy because he has yeah he has the craziest hair <laughs> and his performance is the most normal Oh. Yeah, like even like Marty or like I guess uh, Michael J. Fox when he plays his own son is like, what is that? that was so funny. Like Christine and I were both like, what is he doing? Yeah. And I thought it was so. F I can't explain it. It's just hilarious. I it love... was not funny to me at all. I had zero patience for it. Oh, <laughs> it I seemed like he was everything. doing that Trump voice when he made fun of that. Like it seems like he was playing. <laughs> Something very what, the specific. old version of him, or no, the young when he when he's like oh, okay. comes in Where, as a kid. And am he's I like wrong? Walking. Did they give him fake eyebrows for those scenes oh, to play his? They, John. they greased his hair up. The makeup in this movie <laughs> is bonkers. <laughs> like when he plays his own sister or daughter. I guess I that was amazing. That that is the, the first only reveal thing. when she turns her face around. Yeah, that was the only thing I enjoyed in all of those like oh. multiple people playing multiple characters. The dude who plays Biff is terrible. 
I like I couldn't disagree more. I just like he's such a like a. I mean, yeah. When you say it's a cartoon, it's literally just a cartoon, and it's so annoying to watch. I hate it. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is I. I gotta put this. <laughs> this is going up there with your hatred of Spider Man, the character, as just one of these things I can't get over. I mean, it is a little. I'm I'm really sick of the kid getting bit by a spider and then becoming <laughs> responsible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it supposed to be adulthood? The spider? Are we talking about what the me- the central metaphor of Spider Man is? Yeah, Peter Parker. Is that supposed to represent becoming an adult and the weight of that responsibility? Well, mm. I got the ghost of Stan Lee right here. <laughs> Listen <laughs> up, true believers. <laughs> hey, Stan, how's it feel for me to get uh, introduced to Eddie you? <laughs> <laughs> Because that is interesting, I guess. But boy, I, if I see that, I need the origin stories. <laughs> I mean, I don't like superheroes that much, but honestly, yeah, Bruce Wayne's parents die in every movie, don't they? Exactly. And like Peter Parker gets bit by a bug in every movie. Like, I, mean, I got it. He, Bruce Wayne's parents couldn't even survive a movie about the Joker. I thought we were oh, not going to mention it. I heard about I said that, that yeah. purely to piss off Veronica. <laughs> Best movie of 2019, The Joker. It's about everything. It's about the way we live right now. I mean, it's probably one of the best grossing. Uh, it is. It is the is... highest grossing uh, or the most profitable superhero movie of all time because yep. the budget was fairly no low. Because yeah. humanity is truly dead. <laughs> I mean, on the shoulders of giants, it stands, though, too. You know what I mean? Like, if Joker was a new character, it wouldn't have done that well, maybe. Right. Like, or, you it know. has something. If it was just called like "Sad Clown Man," <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jester. All right. So, uh, quick. Oh God, how would we even run down the plot of this the movie? Jester, that's such a funny cheap knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, hey, Billy! Here's your Christmas present. <laughs> just keep in mind, I was laid off last week. <laughs> You think it's it's a broke dad? I was thinking yeah. like grandmother gets accidentally oh, yeah. gets the knockoff oh, asylum this version. One, this is all the gestures. All the all the young kids are into these days. Yeah, you know. <laughs> in this one, he dances in an elevator. <laughs> That's the movie you kids love. God, now I'm just imagining the kids that love Joker and just getting very sad. Uh, <laughs> uh, we all watched crazy stuff when we were kids. Yeah. I it, well, you Played know, you're right. Back to the future if, part the, two. If there is an audience for Joker, it is a sad, lonely thirteen-year-old tw- boy. Um, well, that now scares me more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> but ba- oh, we've got to go back to the Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. I almost did a Christopher Lloyd impression, but decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. So you, you, the whole tone of it, you didn't like. Yeah, like I don't think this was the tone in the first one too. I would argue I would have hated the first one so much. So more you were sitting here trying you you with your rose tinted glasses are remembering some kind of truly naturalistic performance from that's Crispin in, Glover. That's true. That's interesting. <laughs> no, but like not like that's I'm not Crispin Glover. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not in this one. That okay, because when Biff so, came on, I thought he's famous, right? And then I was like, who? 
Who plays him? Well, no, that's Thomas Wilson plays Biff. Who's Crispin Glover? Crispin Glover oh, played dad. George McFly in the first one, yeah. okay. but he is re- not in this which one. is why he's dead in well, the... Well, apparently he was not, so his face was like superimposed on... Deep fake? That's what I... So someone told me about this yesterday. I researched it no further, but that <laughs> apparently... <laughs> that Trust <laughs> these facts, everyone. <laughs> that apparently like, so yeah, he did not come back, but they did like a very, you know... Uh, flashback into the future of Robert Zemeckis, a very Robert Zemeckis thing of like doing like a CG face and like the old like George McFly is like him still. Well, I think and it's... then he like sued them. Uh, <gasps> I think it's makeup wow. effects. That's it's, interesting. They, it's, they have makeup on the guy to make the guy floating upside down. Mm. The brief times you see George, are you talking about oh, that scene? Okay. Well, either that or like whenever we see them in like the past past. Oh, well, I assumed though. Oh, okay. Oh, we we I can't wait. That is, do you guys know what happened? What they did with that? It's I would repurposed love to footage from the first one with is that Michael J. Is? Fox react like CG, not CG, but like they Green use screen. computer effects. So maybe that's why he sued yes, them. and it was very the one thing that was incredibly new in they this movie. They should have just paid him. I mean, I don't it's, know. They own the footage. Well, they, they can was, do whatever they want it was with a, them, no? It was a fee dispute, which is why he didn't come back. Oh, a fee dispute. Yeah. So I guess it's funny it was to call a... it a fee. All right. So when I'll go like back to my source. It's like quarter of a million dollars yeah. or something, at least. <laughs> uh, the one thing, and the other thing they really did, which was new in this movie, Ugh, and I never... don't get paid. They, they're charged fees. <laughs> oh, an actor? That's a fee. That's a penalty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you you have to pay a penalty for allowing an yeah. actor to be in your house. Oh. <laughs> um uh they uh what I didn't appreciate as a kid and really appreciate this time was it's one of the first movies to use motorized uh camera movements, computer designed camera movements. Same thing that Zemex was doing at, with Roger Rabbit at the same time to get the cam- to allow the camera to move with cartoon characters in it as as opposed to being stationary. He did Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. And they did the same thing in this movie for scenes where the actors played two characters at once, but usually in like old parent trap or something, the camera would have to stay stationary and just film it twice. Right. No, I know. The camera's moving that all was over amazing. the place. That was amazing. It's, it's Yeah, it's because it's one of the first movies where they use computerized cameras. Well, John, this movie essentially... was just him showing off. Oh. That's how it felt. And I was like, the tricks were very cool, I thought. Mm. And a lot of times I was like, this looks better than now. Oh, yeah. In a lot of places, especially like the car, the flying cars. Mm. They look so real <laughs> they to do me. look good, yeah. And when they land and stuff on mm. the... Go- look, but all it is is just him showing off, not and be like, hey, let's go back to the old movie. Watch this. But I disagree. Oh, hey, yeah. the, really? The ideas they do in it are so, they come up with so many original fun ideas. You know, you're right. You're not wrong. And while wrong. they do go back, what I do think you're right. is, it, it, the, once we lose Leave the Future, it doesn't work nearly as much, as, as fun as them going through, uh, walking through the, fifth, the first movie, it's, visually amazing there's really no emotional attachment this is what i'm saying unlike the first one there's no emotional attachment but like it's certainly not a lazy movie it's a caper yeah no no you're right in that yes they 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 clearly went through the effort of making a movie (laughs) you just don't feel anything so on some level it just feels like well Mm -hmm. are we kind of here because they thought it would just be cool Yeah. yeah 
It is. It was literally like, okay, so you liked all those scenes. <laughs> Let's see them from a different angle this time. And we see the end, <laughs> yeah. which is so funny because it's like, oh, we get to relive the end of the first one. Yeah, again. and then there's like no actual. I I would argue no actual emotional climax to the story being told in that Back to the Future Part Two. There's like the climax from the first movie. The climax is the teaser trailer for Back to the Future Part Three. I mean, kind yeah. of. It, I mean, it, this is a very, this is very uh, 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 Matrix Reloaded, um, The Mockingbird Part One, where the movie just kind of ends. Yeah, and it, those are all movies that had, were filmed their sequel together we and had a, a teaser. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. We don't even see him go back to Jennifer, who they dumped on a bench <laughs> yeah. in a bad neighborhood, until yeah. the teaser for Part Three. Exactly. The, I know. You I don't that. see her again <laughs> until the sequel has a teaser. She is the most like short changed character in all of all this. All they do like, is dump her body in different parts exactly. of the universe. She's like, she's, I was She'll like, be fine. And yeah, then they leave. I was excited because like they took her on with them into the car <laughs> and then like they immediately <laughs> knock her out. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Oh, well, she shut the hell up already. Yeah. This broad. And yeah, then she's they, so chatty. Yeah, and then all she cares about is her wedding and whether she has a big hat. Zemeckis and, <laughs> and Bob Gale um, have said in interviews that they really regretted, because the first one was just supposed to end. It was the end of the movie. And they they regretted having her in the car at the end of the first one because that, that meant they had to involve her in the second one. And you watch the, this movie and you're like, oh, we can tell. We can tell you regretted that decision. Oh, interesting. I actually, I, what, I that, loved her. I had such a crush on her what, as a kid. Elizabeth Shue. Oh, that's Elizabeth Shue in this Elizabeth one, not from in the Hollow original. Man? Yeah, from yes, Hollow famously Man, from Hollow Man. Elizabeth Shue. And leaving Las Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Adventures <laughs> of Babysitting. Uh, watch it. Is it of or in? <laughs> the Adventures of the Concept of Babysitting. You might be right. Wait, she's uh, she's in the one I watched last night or she's in the original? She's in the one you watched last night. And it's two different actresses? They The actors from the first one decided not to return. Who is Ooh. the actress from the first one? Um, although she did reprise the role. She was like, I role. don't want to be in this car either. <laughs> she reprised the role in a video game t- uh, 25 years later. Interesting. Like, I regretted getting into that car too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I so I read that interview before we were watching it, I didn't really remember. And then I, in the first act, which I do think is the best part of the movie, Jennifer is Agreed. pretty involved as she's walking through the house, and she's the one who learns about what's going to happen to That's Marty. That's the first act. Still, I I would. Are you out of your mind? I would consider the first act if you had to break down future. Alternate 85 and then 55. No, you know what? I forgot that that part was in the future, <laughs> which is crazy. Well, it's, it's, it's in the so, house. Right. Yeah. The house is crazy. Yeah, my favorite part of the house that. is that he has two ties. Yes. I like that. It's like, okay, what would be the future right? for ties? Just double. Yeah, that just does, two. That does feel like Zemeckis hating coming up with future predictions and just being like, I don't care. Give him two ties. <laughs> yes, maybe you're done. right. I liked that about it because mm-hmm. it felt like it's funny that he didn't like predicting. And maybe as a result, he was just like, I don't care. But the other because stuff- he does. It's it's like Gonzo. Yeah. The future. Like <laughs> yeah. everything is just like, what? And I, lo- I love that. Though, it was so, in- so cute. <laughs> you know, what was really sweet. I noticed. I don't know if you noticed. Little Elijah Wood. No. And then what? Oh, really? One oh. of the kids in the video game in the 80s. No Cafe. kidding. Yeah. No, you know how the TVs in the background are playing like old stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them had taxi on it. 
Aww. As a little nod to Chris, oh, Christopher Lloyd Webber. Oh, it took me a second to, yeah. Uh, did Christopher Lloyd Webber. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do that all the time. Wait, that is so night. great. I what did that you last say? night in my head thinking, don't do that tomorrow. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd Christopher Lloyd Webber. <laughs> See, it doesn't even sound <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Please do this character. <laughs> Please do this character. <laughs> if I have another jam we ball audition. We must go back to the Phantom of <laughs> Marty, the Opera. Marty of the Phantom of the Night. Marty. I mean, those two artists feel not dissimilar, right? Andrew Lloyd Webber and Christopher Marty, Lloyd. We've got to go to the. We got to go down to the alley to figure out which cat is going up to heaven, Marty. <laughs> Everyone's like- shunning Grizzabel, Marty. <laughs> So yeah, like the most unhinged performer versus like a very like reserved British, tiny British man. Is he reserved? He seems, I've seen him only on talk shows and he's always very quiet. Interesting. And he's always like very cagey about how many women he had sex with, which is apparently a lot. Wait, he's cagey. So you say he's always cagey about it. My question is who's asking him? Right. Graham Norton. I mostly saw him on Graham Norton. Oh, he's Fair. cheeky. He's a <laughs> cheeky <laughs> bastard. Uh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, the taxi nod. Oh, yeah. Did you guys notice the Michael Jackson cameo? Yeah. I mean, how could we not? That wasn't him, though, right? Or was it? I, I mean, I don't know. Strangely I enough, he... Michael Jackson played uh, uh, <laughs> Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like, it. that was another weird thing where it was like, oh, and I was there. I liked it. I, liked- I was like, why? The, the technology is bad in the future. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you could get a more Reagan-y looking Reagan even if you spent five minutes well, I, yeah, in Hollywood. I don't know why they went with the Max Headroom look. Exactly. I don't know if the idea was that yeah. he's supposed to be a robot or... Right, that's what I think, yeah. like, which is interesting. It's like but the robot is a on cheap... TV. Also, I'm right, surprised they didn't predict Michael Jackson becoming white. <laughs> uh, he definitely he looks was like his 19. Way in that movie, wasn't well, they was are it? reinacting the, oh, 80s, the 80s, so he should look like Michael Jackson. Oh, that's true. You're thinking of the 90s cafe around. All right, that was so the around the they corner. They thought <laughs> of everything except for one thing, which is my least favorite shot in this entire movie. Whoa. I hate it so much. Whoa. And I saw it and I instantly remembered hating it as a kid. Uh huh. It's Marty in the back seat of Biff's car, pulls out a walkie talkie. And at full volume, I hated that too. calls calls yeah. Doc, Doc, and Biff somehow does not hear yeah, it. Yeah, no, I it know. made me so angry. He's I was like, like two feet behind. This conversation head. doesn't need to happen yeah. here. And that made me crazy like, too. What, also, what is the range of these walkie-talkies? <laughs> like, it's true. They're like cell phones. They're like better than cell phones because exactly. they're free. One thing that is absolutely not in 2015 Hill Valley: cell phones. Yeah, I love the pay they phones have of the video future. chats, but no yeah. cell phones. Giant video uh, chat screens. You know why? Because they probably invented them, realized they were destroying our society, and got rid of them already. <laughs> did you? Probably... Did you guys mind the insane product placement everywhere I in the future? I love the Nike stuff. Nike, there's Pepsi. Pepsi. What, what yeah. was the name of... I do... Even though it was just commercial, I did appreciate that the name of the Pepsi of the future is Pepsi Perfect. <laughs> the idea uh, that a, a marketing right. company would brand a soda as anything perfect right. is so funny. <laughs> I loved the product placement. Really? Because <laughs> brands are so such a big part of American culture. I guess. You can't escape it. Embrace it. It's just I anytime anyone asks for a Pepsi in like a thing of pop culture, yeah. I groan because <laughs> that never happens. But how do you think people order Pepsi? I don't think life? anyone they orders go, Pepsi. Oh, you don't have Coke? <laughs> <laughs> I guess some Pepsi I'll just have will whatever do. then. <laughs> 
I think people just ask for soda. They usually is like, can I get a Coke? That's we true. don't have a Coke. The a most Pepsi grounded then. response, the most grounded way to do a Pepsi would be having the clerk be like, we have Pepsi. <laughs> exactly. He should have asked for a Coke. <laughs> no, people like Pepsi. I mean, I'm sure I don't have anything against Pepsi. I just have never seen it anyone specifically like ask do. for a Pepsi. It's- Listeners, please write in and tell us if you prefer Pepsi or Coke. I mean, this is the kind I of actually, debate people love. To be honest, I do prefer Pepsi to a Coke. Because like, it's different, the, I think. The natural, right? like the non-diet Coke. <laughs> natural cola flavor. <laughs> Veronica Yurofsky, Spider-Man sucks. Back to the Future is too cartoony. And Pepsi's better than Coke. <laughs> oh. The original <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi Perfect's great. Yeah, Pepsi Perfect is perfect. <laughs> Those shoes were awesome. Oh yeah, this I sh- like the self self drying jacket. Oh, that jacket looks brand. terrible. Are it's you ugly, but, but I like that it self dries. I love is the it? idea. Yeah. Oh, that it self dries. I like. I don't like the fact that it kind of retracts into you, and then you're like one of those creatures from Doctor <laughs> Who with like the wobbly well, arms. Everything's supposed to look stupid. It's a cartoon. I guess no. I just aesthetically, I didn't. The only thing <laughs> that bugged me outside of the normal uh-huh. movie itself was how he's not like he's looking around the future. And Jaws 10 is playing. Uh huh. And the hologram shark Jaws comes out of the marquee. Oh, is it 19? Yeah. It was. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, thank you. <laughs> 19. Uh, it comes out of the marquee and like bites him. Uh-huh. And he panics and crouches, <laughs> even though it's clearly like a fake hologram. Sh- like it doesn't even look remotely real. But I would argue that, that you would be frightened. It reminded me of like the story of those people running out of the theater when the train comes <laughs> in like 1905 or whatever. probably the idea they were going for. Yeah. I guess you're right. Doesn't, and I haven't, I haven't seen the third one since the same time. I think they time travel into the West by going, in, driving into a an old drive-in movie theater. How screen. do they actually right. time I, travel I into the West though? So the one DeLorean got uh, zapped by the lightning. The other DeLorean went back in the first movie to the future. Oh, you better believe they have already s- laid this the groundwork in this one for everything. Oh, third. really? Because um, uh, you that oh that I conversation that. about cowboys and western times <laughs> wasn't a plan. Also, was a one plan. of one of my favorite jokes oh. in the movie is also uh, a setting the groundwork for the next uh, uh, the next movie. Uh-huh. One of my favorite jokes is when Doc Brown says. Um, says I'm gonna I'm done with all all time travel. Time for me to move on and solve man's great uh, uh, unsolved mystery. And he looks up to space and then looks down and goes, "Women." Oh, wait, yeah. is that a line? Yep. That is a line in part two. In part yes. two, and in the third one, I he it. finds true love with Mary Steenburgen. That's a funny line. Yeah, who is apparently now a songwriter. Hmm. This is in real fun- life. So she and Mary had- did Ted Danson, right? Yes. Uh, did you say did? You say Mary did Ted dance? <laughs> no, married too. Oh, I thought you were saying Mary. Mary did. did. Oh yeah, and my friend Mary <laughs> fucked Ted dancing. No, no, you Mary hear about Steen that? Virgin. Oh, but she had. Some... I mean, I assume she has. <laughs> I would hope so. That's one of the benefits of. Hey, you know, if they're secret, if they're secretly both a happily married asexual couple. More power to them. That More be- power, but less power to us of imagining the the, imagining <laughs> the hot fucking of Steenbergen and Danson. I love imagining uh, strange couples. Did I just say imaginating? I did too. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I also, love- I think it's Steenbergen. 
I don't think it's not when I imagine her fucking the 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 G is hard. Yeah, and so are you. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite, my favorite unusual couple to picture making love is Is uh, Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) and Ted Danson. No, no. Oh, well, no. Uh, Frank Langella. Because oh, they went yeah. out for a while. Really? Yeah. And I think that's so interesting. I like to that imagine they fucked while he was wearing his costume from Masters of the Universe. So he was dressed in full Skeletor makeup without a nose. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Or as Dracula, which made him famous, I think, in the 70s. Yeah, you know what? That's long, also very... As long as he's in costume, I'm into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the costume really does make it very cool. He could be dressed like Nixon from Frost Nixon. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not a crook, but I am uh, horny. <laughs> That's not a crime. That is actually what Nixon said, but the whir of the helicopter blades, people couldn't hear it. it was, I'm not a crook, but I am. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so act two of back to the future part two we return to a hellish 1985 um with donald trump with donald trump uh uh, biff has uh, transformed into a thinly veiled donald trump parody um oh my gosh that is what it is isn't it Wait, were you? I thought that's what you were referencing when you. No, joked. I just thought it was an apt like analogy. But oh, you're, yeah, the fact it's... that he owns a hotel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he dresses like him. But I also feel like he has a that was the aesthetic kind of. Maybe Trump set that aesthetic. I don't know, but like it's the eighties. Eighties was sort 80s of Art Deco asshole. on steroids. In but a way. the fact that it, it's a, a casino. They literally, You're right about the casino. The news for sure. say no, that, that's that what he, saying, yeah, no. he lobbied to have news uh, uh, gambling legalized in uh, Hill Valley. Trump did that. Well, he did. You start Atlantic Hill City? Valley? No, but he ruined Atlantic City. <laughs> right. Uh, for for our, I'm sure many Trump supporter <laughs> Trump supporter listeners, please look up the good business deals that good businessman Donald Trump did in Atlantic City. <laughs> He's an idiot. I always wanted to stay at the Taj, though. Well, wasn't he famously <laughs> one of the only people to lose money on a casino? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a brilliant businessman. He lost money in a casino. He ruined an entire professional football league in America. Um, and uh, in the 2000s, during the internet uh, boom, he said, you know what I should do? Start my own magazine. Donald Trump, brilliant, brilliant man. Wait, he started a magazine too? Very briefly, it went under because it was a magazine in like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? Him. He wanted to create his own O. It was like, oh, it was like his Oprah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. This was also the same time when after 9 11, he started an airline. Yes, I remember that. I mean, you know, airlines were Let me look up Trump magazine. (laughs) Trump magazine. Yeah, maybe. Probably just centerfolds of his daughter. Uh, Uh, He was the only subscriber. I realized all the little things I jotted down basically end after the first act. (laughs) Because I got so bored, I think. Trump magazine. Yeah, it really. I started looking at my phone after like the Biff stuff with Trump. Trump magazine went for 12 years. Oh, wow. wow. Good for him. So That's is a long it still in print? It's like, no, no, no. It died in 09, but he did start it in 97. 
So everyone started magazines then. Oh, JFK I think Jr. it was because of, yeah, because of George. George Magazine, yeah. I think maybe right. that's why he... What was uh, the name of it? It was a Trump magazine. It was originally called Trump Style. Ew. That's a bad name. <laughs> that is a bad name. Uh, it was Trump Style from 97 to 2002 and Trump, Trump World magazine? from 2002 to 2003. Trump World. Uh, and then it was Trump Magazine in 2006 until it went under in 2009. Did they keep rebranding because like the creditors were after them? Oh, it was like, no, this is not the, the same magazine. Ask yourself <laughs> what is the stupidest explanation, and it is the true one. Oh, uh, do you, Biff, Biff in this uh, Biff throughout the series, um, it is the one of the weirdest elements of these movies that's just there in the background is that according to the first one, Biff is very much an attempted rapist. Um, who is just delightfully carried forward as the villain of the series. But he is an attempted rapist and also uh, and a murderer. This movie also makes him a murderer, but still more likable than lovable. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of lovable. That's, well, is he? But he's annoying. So I, He's really irritating. He it's the same so problem irritating. to me. He's in so much of the movie. He's in so much of the movie. He is so over the top and hammy all the time, even though the people around him are not like at that level of ham. Yeah. And I just I wonder what that actor like thought. Like, I assume it was a direction like this is what they told him I'm to sure, do. Yeah. But like, how do you feel about that? Like, John, I mean, you're an actor. Like if someone told you like, OK, be like that. I can't begin to imagine what it was like to play Biff in Back to the Future 2. I just think that movie is zany. <laughs> so the performance makes sense in a way. I just don't like it. Yeah, no, I think he's I the problem's not him. He's, yeah, I think he's the character for sucks. the roles. It's and he's perfect in the first one. To me, he's in the I first one less. I don't think the actor is the problem. I think the direction he was given is the problem. I think he executes it perfectly. I just think it's a bad direction. No, I think it's it's the, that was what the character was in the first one. Yeah, just, he's just not in it as much. It's he's not in it as much. And the yeah, first maybe one that's has the, uh, that's you were my right theory. That, that this one doesn't have an emotional climax because it really doesn't have an, an emotional core. It doesn't have really. Any emotion whatsoever. There's no arc for Marty or Doc. No, Marty just has the poor guy runs around being shocked by everything and for like, two exactly. hours. The fact that he learns that his stupid chicken thing is his downfall. Oh, I mean. is But he doesn't learn I, that because Jennifer oh. learns it. That chicken thing is so funny, though. I hope someone has like a YouTube thing. You that, like that, the chicken thing? No, I think it. I Because anytime someone called him a chicken, I imagined the rest of development. And, you know, like oh, when someone's know. like, oh, are you a chicken? And then like the thing, the joke is like no one in the family can do a chicken voice. So oh, everyone I is see. like, <laughs> wait, is this a real thing from that show? From that Arrested is a real thing. Do you never watch Arrested Development? I've watched the first five episodes three <laughs> times. Oh, really? Three times? Yeah, because I try every few years, but I get, I, get, uh, I don't know. It's I don't know when. It's too for me, you know? You, what is I told you, you know, I, I have a kook limit that's, I'll agree, relatively low. Like, I, once you hit my kook threshold, I sort of shut down a little. Live action cartoon is where I live. I right. love me my live action cartoon. Yeah, that's sort of a live action cartoon, But right? I love, so I love 30 Rock. That's a live action that's cartoon. That's true, I do too. But, but I did shut down Back eventually. to the Future is not that. It like, is 100%. I don't think it is. Or at least, like, not as well done. You could take this exact script and make it a cartoon. And they basically did. It's oh, called Rick and Morty. It's is. the most yeah. successful cartoon on TV. I guess, maybe. I don't know. I don't watch that. More show. successful than the I'm not very smart. 
I'm not saying like ever. I'm oh, saying right. like, <laughs> And also, I think the Flintstones has been surpassed. Uh, it has. Yeah, the when Simpsons. When the Simpsons be? Uh, that's not a cartoon cartoon. That's for adults. <laughs> the Flintstones was a cartoon for adults. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I can't win. <laughs> All right. It was. Uh, uh, did, yeah. Did you guys notice the inflatable tit? What? Oh, that was. Did you notice that, Veronica? Oh, that Lorraine has? No, on the... Okay, I I was so bored. Part of the fun was watching all the background stuff. Wow. And when he puts all the TV shows on, like when he walks in, he's like, Channel 80, Channel 400. Oh, this is Marty Jr.? One of them is an infomercial for something called the inflatable tit. (laughs) (laughs) And it's very... It was was the first one where I was like, this movie feels like it's for kids. But it's pretty raunchy. Oh, that that has another one of my favorite jokes where he goes, but on channel 4, 53, 87, 22, 93, and, and the, the weather, weather channel. channel. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I, I like the future stuff the most. All the comedy. There's so much of this movie that I love. And I love the idea of them going and, and doing simultaneous with the original ending. There's just, Ugh. we just don't have any reason really to care no nope. there's also like they don't explain why if they fail why can't they just go back five minutes it's not like the first movie where they don't have a time machine or the well, third one where they don't a have a time machine to go anywhere so five <laughs> minutes seems a little crazy but like because that's so precise you have to like nail it if you're going five minutes you know what i mean like but it's like the sake of, and you can't see yourself like it, the sake of well i think they could see themselves idea. five minutes that is a horrible idea john also, like, impossible. Wouldn't, wouldn't Biff still remember that someone on a hoverboard stole his almanac? In the future? In the past. Well, that doesn't matter. They're fine with ruining Biff's life. It's all about future Biff not coming but back. When, but wouldn't there be repercussions for that, too? Like, any, like, if it's a butterfly effect or whatever yeah. thing, like, any little detail you change. That's true. Like, I... But he could still know hoverboards exist. He might invent a hoverboard. The people would just think like, he's crazy. He didn't know it was a hoverboard. I don't know. He I was driving. Said, yeah, he probably thought um, uh, yeah, Calvin Klein was on a skateboard. Right. I don't think he thought that. He was like flying in the air. This is such a <laughs> this is such a problem I don't worry about. Yeah, no, I don't really worry about that either. I'm just saying this movie <laughs> sucks. You know oh. what I also liked? This is the last one I'll uh, go take us back in time for. Uh the language is really weird and there was one line that was really weird and i was like oh they do this a lot and that's part of the fun of the movie since you know there's no emotional resonance Uh as you said uh they're they're describing like the bad people in the neighborhood or something Mm -hmm. and they they say like tranks lobos and spiz heads yeah (laughs) that's amazing uh they say to uh jennifer um ma'am you just got a little tranked (laughs) yeah yeah. i love it (laughs) Um, there is, there, it's very original. There they is a very fun. 80s obsession with good and bad neighborhoods. Um, I mean, you know why? Yeah, there, I mean, there are tons of elements in, in all these movies about what makes a good life. And it's all, a lot of wealth stuff. Marty gets his big car. But this, this movie does throw some, some of that back with the, the rampant greed of Biff, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. One thing I loved... I. I we could talk forever about that and capitalism as depicted in the Back to the Future trilogy. I don't feel like it. That sounds like a real, like a yeah. dissertation at a Emerson on the comedy program or something. Every, every once in a while, I, I have an idea for like, man, I want to go back to school and write a stupid dissertation. Like, 
I recently um, saw Marriage Story, and now I'm obsessed oh. with the idea of doing a, di- a dissertation oh. on the ways writers who base stories on their own divorces depicted the character based on their ex. Mm. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, I would, um, a big example. I think I it's use... typically very apologetic. A lot of times it is. Sometimes To the it's... point where they have to pull it back sometimes, I think. Well, yeah, I, sometimes I it's haven't... Studio 60 yeah. where Aaron Sorkin <laughs> is just shitting on Kristen Chenoweth no, for an entire season that's of TV. Not true. Well, he was saying that she's the funniest woman ever. <laughs> With all of her dolphin Stupid impressions. Christian bullshit. <laughs> well, there's that. Well, he dumps on that, but like her character's very strong in that show. Yeah. I, I will I stick up for her for the rest of the podcast if I have <laughs> What's her character's name? I can't remember at the uh, moment. Fuck, what is her name? Oh. <laughs> Matt Albee. And uh, Matt and Danny. 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 Trap. Thomas. Danny. Danny. Thomas. <laughs> Trip, Danny, Danny Trip, Danny Trip, and huh. this is awful that we know this. This is bad that we know I this. I own this on DVD. Oh, what? Wait, the where'd you buy fuck? it? Because I need to buy a set. Because Christine, I've been rewatching on, and I can't buy one, each episode on Amazon. I can. You know I, anyone... I ripped it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you oh, the gotcha. things. For no, anyone but upset... I did buy it. It's just like not here. For anyone listening who's upset about your hatred of Back to the Future, I feel like they're feeling better and better about it every few minutes. Joanna. <laughs> Uh, Harriet. Harriet. Harriet Hayes. All right, we did it. Named after the Hayes Code. <laughs> Remember uh, Peripheral Vision Man? Oh, Peripheral Vision that was, Man. That was a good recurring character. And uh, it, I that was just the kind of show that was like, Peripheral Vision Man, stupid. Dolphin Girl, good. <laughs> Dolphin Girl is kind of funny. <laughs> it is. A girl who sounds like a dolphin. It's kind of funny, no? Just me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one AM um, sketch on SNL. What were some sure. of the what were some of the other recurring sketches on Studio 60? Crazy Christians. Crazy Christians. Oh, which crazy. we never that saw. Was, well, that was the That's one that the inciting incident. In universe shook the foundations of America. Right. right. Uh, there was uh well they kept singing I am the very I am Which well, also the great sketch, no? Given the circumstances of what happened. But I feel like he uses that song in every show. Well, he loves Gilbert and Sullivan. He loves, but he references that song. They do the best frat humor of all time. (laughs) I don't don't know what frat humor is, given Uh, that sense. Well, I'll ask at the frat party I'm going to play. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all going to turn to you in unison and say, Gilbert and Sullivan. (laughs) Yo, bro. Fucking operettas, bro. I, HMS Pinafore, motherfucker. <laughs> so that's how good Back to the Future is. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's really gonna date me. There's no way current frat brothers say bro. That's such a like ten year. 10 I don't year know if that's twenty years old. True. I feel like they do say. Bro. I think most also, you're from are also New Jersey. getting rid of uh, frat fraternities. The New Jersey say it all the time. New Jerseyans. Oh right? yeah, when I go home for the holidays, that's how I'm gonna greet uh, primarily my brother. I mean, a little, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think. Oh, whoa. bro and dude. I mean, I still say, I still say, I say, bro, uh, ironically, but to a point that it's now just. I was gonna I cite the Jersey Shore, which I guess also dates me. So you're right. Maybe it was frozen in time. I never used a bro. perfect moment. You never use bro? No, I use dude a lot, but I feel like dude's very in right now. Yeah, amongst nerds especially. <laughs> well, it trickled. It's like trickle down culture. 
That's true, though. I we feel stole like... their Marvel, and they saw... I, do you, <laughs> I said we. Are... I said we. Yeah, like, you're the cool definitively one. Definitively <laughs> putting me on the opposing side to nerds as I record my Comedians Talking uh, About Movies podcast. Uh, <laughs> where you want talking recently about your dissertation about <laughs> Noah Baumbach movies. I loved Marriage Story. I love it, That's one of too. my favorite movies of the I year. I have not seen it yet. No spoilers. You gotta watch it. I hope they stay together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't say anything then. Hope it's a happy marriage story. Well, it could be. I'm just trying to mess with you. Uh, no, I know what the movie is. Spoilers. <laughs> Read Noah Bombach's Wikipedia page for his personal personal life. Well, before the podcast started, you were saying you thought it was one of the worst years for movies? I did. And, and that's psychotic, given things like Marriage Story. Well, those have only been in the past few weeks. Like, Okay, well, I, I checked I saw my two calendar. movies that I loved it's in the past few weeks, weirdly, both from Netflix. I'm going to become a fucking Netflix no, show. Isn't that interesting? Me too. Uh, and I haven't seen Irishman oh. seeing it this week. My Mar other Mark one was three, then, John. Dolomite is my name. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I want to see that. It's, I mean, it's just Ed Wood over again. But the formula still works. It's a delight. Right. Mm, that's no, fun. They're doing great. Yeah. But they don't have any money. It's a very weird phenomenon. Who here signed up for Disney Plus? No. And does Disney Plus have... Because isn't uh, Back to the Future a Fox movie? Uh, it's Universal. It's Universal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously. Prominently featured. Yes, you're right. The studio is... <laughs> Uh, no, but like also, I think it's just their back lot. Like for the first half of the movie, it's just like oh yeah, oh, he'll back yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, but even like the future where like Jaws nineteen and all that—that's well, that's, like the same Hill Valley set that they keep right. redoing to make yeah, it look yeah. like different time periods. But how come when you go on the tram ride, they're never like this is where they shot Back to the Future? They do say that. They yeah, do. You, that's a very to. specific part where you drive through Hill Valley. Yeah, I don't. Is it? Still? They might have closed it down now. I think they. It sucks now. Oh, I the mean, ride sucks. Well, now. now are you talking about the LA one where they, yeah, now the they go through Fast yeah, and the Furious? And but the, the LA one should be the good one because that's the real stuff, right? That's like that true. should be the best one by far, and yeah. it sucks. They <laughs> well, were like, could... "This is where they shot that Hallmark movie." Really? And they they were like, "Who here has seen like whatever you know, Wives of Connecticut oh. Street or whatever it is?" And like one person <laughs> raised their hand. They're like, "Oh, this is the Do house." Do you mean Desperate Housewives? No, 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 no like a Hallmark. Movie. <laughs> I mean, like the knockoff. Right? Okay. I mean, like the. Uh, jester version of the joker <laughs> it is kind of weird that like that is not really a studio tour it's just a ride that like imitates that weird, a studio right. tour because like i've gone so first time i went to la i've gone on all the studio tours like what warner brothers favorite? and all i think warner brothers was my favorite oh i haven't been on that one uh it's a really good one they actually just give you a tour of the studio i love that uh I think and it was I... really good I think I went on the Warner Brothers one. There's a Sony I know one. I, went, I did go on the Warner Brothers one because I went There's to There's a Sony the, one? Yeah, there at least there used to be. And it was literally just a walking tour also of walking? the whole studio. Yeah. And you get oh, to- it's smaller, I guess. Uh, Yeah, it, it's not that big. It's the one on Culver City. Um, yeah. And there's a Paramount one, which that is That one also, I did. Yeah. Anyway. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, all of them were really fun. And Our I remember like the first like- gig I got where I actually got to be like a PA on a lot. It, mm. Like it didn't matter oh, yeah. what it was. It was just like, oh, I get to go to a lot and work on a That's lot. That's the best. I remember I the first time I had a uh, useless general meeting that didn't go anywhere on a lot. Uh -huh. and it was very exciting. Yeah, you I just know. sort of want to wander a little. It was I, I, I absolutely wandered. It was the Sony Anytime, lot. I yeah. wandered for a while. I wandered by the, the Ghostbusters headquarters they'd set up to create their developing Ghostbusters universe. 
Oh, interesting. Got a got a picture. You're like, next... we can shoot teasers in this building for any any <laughs> version of the movie you want to do now. Uh, they did you sneak into their uh, uh like store? So they have a you store. You have to sneak into a, that's a store. Bad store. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like I guess like you Sounds don't. Like it's like an employee it. store that they have on the lot oh, that's sure. like heavily discounted. Oh, oh, for like movies and stuff. Yeah. Oh. So when I worked on Universal, we also had like a Universal Studio like uh, store there too. You get like 45 percent off. I think. Huh. Fun. Off like Blu-rays. Yeah, Blu-rays, swag. To all our of, L.A. Of listeners, swag. this is a good tip. Blu-rays of swag. It's just like, you know, this is a t-shirt Blu-ray. <laughs> this is a friend's t-shirt Blu-ray. I it was the collector's Blu-ray of the film Swag. Oh, Swag Swag. My tour guide loved Paramount so much that he told us that when he sees the stars come out around the mountain, he, he tears up. <laughs> because the stars represented like the first uh, 20 contract players or something in the studio like the 20s Oh, wow. but then he followed that anecdote up with it makes me cry <laughs> every time I see it oh man that's so, so sweet sad. or sad was it, yeah. it was an older man no very young man oh no <laughs> which makes more sense in a way yeah because young people are very emotional but that like just to give you, I guess, an indication of like what level of dedication you must have for the studio that's to do true. those tours. Yeah, well, it's also, I think that's what they look for. You're it's right. A, speaking of live action cartoons, it's just further proof that Kenneth from Thirty Rock is not that much of an exaggeration of that's the type true. of people who work at that's places like that. That's a great point, John. Yeah, somebody yeah. just loves movies that much or loves TV that much. I think this is proving how uninteresting Back to the Future 2 ultimately was to us. Well, I'm just so upset by how little you guys liked it. Oh, I mean, we, we can disagree and still like each other, just like Harriet and Matt <laughs> Alvey and Studio 60. Yeah, they're talking about the movie true. Harriet. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Uh, neither have I. Doing very well. Uh, yeah. I, I'm in a fantasy movie league now. Oh, I really? did that. For, is that where you it's choose so, what goes in your fictional theater? Yeah, but now I'm like aware in a way I wasn't before mm. of like grosses and what movies are coming out. How are you doing? I'm in second. Ooh. How many people are in your league? Just five, I think. It's oh. very small. That's fun. It's very fun. I, I did it for a while with a friend and I just, yeah, I couldn't get into it as much as I wanted to. I'm too into it. Oh, no. <laughs> I opened 17 tabs in IMDb Pro and like look at similar you signed up to IMDb Pro. I mean I already had it oh okay nerd but I like look at the trends I look at the studio like other pictures they've released that are similar <laughs> to see what they did on their opening like everything wow and I'm only in second but it's amazingly interesting anyway Harriet doing very well that's all <laughs> I, I saw the trailer to it and I, I found it very emotional but I also found that like it literally gave away the whole movie and I was like I don't know that I need well, to see this like now. Titanic you mean like I don't know, like Titanic. What do you mean by that? Like you know the general or Mary's, you know the idea. No, but you know the beats, but the journey will still be. Uh, but it, I feel like I saw like the big like set pieces already in the trailer. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's uh, so I won't be surprised when she like pulls out a gun and is like. You know, well, it's whatever. also based on no, I know, obviously, but like, also, like, it seemed like it, it really affected me. Like, watching the trailer, I was like, oh, this is an emotional thing. I don't mm. think I'll get it again when I actually oh, watch the movie. Right. They did too good a job, yeah. Everyone's uh, that's sometimes people complain about like trailers giving away the whole movie, but and sometimes they complain it for movies where I'm like, like, a bunch of people were commenting on the trailer, for, the new trailer for Sonic, like, oh, the gives hedgehog, away, yeah, gives away the whole movie, and I'm like. 
Were you expecting to be shocked by the plot twists of Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? They were. <laughs> I mean that whole hullabaloo about I love it. About hullabaloo? hullabaloo. I never use that word. I kind of like it. I love uh, everything about it. I, I love how bad the old design was. Uh, oh, love, right. It was about Sonic's face or something. Oh, his whole right? body. It, the whole thing is, you have to, it's so weird looking. Is it really funny looking? It's because I love just that. I love un, bad renderings. It's unpleasant looking. Yeah, it was like, it looked bad. Then people, I guess, uh, riled up uh, and rose up and drove to critique it on Twitter. And now yeah. they have a new design, I mean, which is more cartoony. Smart in a way. I guess, yeah. Well, other why it was more hedgehoggy. It was Were they going after like the Lion King. So it was like furry, look? and now it's Ew. like, and now I oh, think like it's, cats. Yeah, sort of. Well, and now still, it's like more like flat. He still like has texture. Was, okay. The one one of the big things they did was they he had like human sized eyes. Which is hideous on a cartoon character. Oh, they're too little, right? Um, and then he had like a weird human mouth. Um, <laughs> and then also, they made the arms and legs have musculature like a human. Oh, that is really weird. It's very unpleasant to look at. But um, yeah, <laughs> we've got, I, I will say one final thing about Back to the Future Part 2. Of, uh,. The one thing I loved, because they reshot the ending of the first movie, because they recast Jennifer, and it is shot for shot and identical, except for one shot that they tweaked, and it's when and the, uh, Marty goes, why do we gotta go to our future? Is something wrong with Jennifer and I? Do we become assholes or something? Oh, that was very funny. And in the original, uh, that Doc's response is his initial, like, no, 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 you two, you and Jennifer are fine is the camera is on uh, Michael J. Fox, and it's Doc's uh, shoulder. It's a dirty uh, verse angle. But in this, the shot is of Christopher Lloyd, and because they've written it, to, and that Marty and Jennifer do kind of suck, uh, Doc gives a kind of look of like, eh, uh, no, 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 you two are fine. Yeah. Um, that made us laugh a lot last night. Yeah. That's, one of the, that's when I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun movie. The first half and hour is very grrr. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And the effects really are impressive. Yeah. And you know, now that I know Zemeckis did Roger Rabbit and this, yep. Return to Marwan or whatever it's called. <laughs> it makes Your tech guy. Yeah, I had no idea. And the shots are, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautifully shot Back to the Future too. Roger Rabbit mm -hmm. is in this movie. <gasps> Charles Fleischer, the voice of Roger Rabbit, uh, really? cameos in this movie. I have to assume they were making it around the same time. Mm. Um, yeah, he just goes in bursts of like making sixteen movies yeah. in, one, in one summer. <laughs> he played. Uh, uh, he plays. I think he might be in two shots. I think he might be the old man in the future talking about the clock tower. I might be wrong. <gasps> or no, uh, in the in the that guy looked really familiar. It's. I mean, it's clearly a young guy with old makeup, but it's definitely oh, him. Yeah. as the auto mechanic. <laughs> I can tell for sure. The auto mechanic yelling at Biff. Oh, really? That's about Roger? Uh, paying for the yeah. manure cleanup. Yeah. Which also three hundred dollars is a lot of money in nineteen fifty-five. That is. Like you could buy a new car. I feel like Biff, Biff doesn't seem to be rolling in it. No. Yeah, that's. But he probably steals it. That's fine. He's a little jerk. But yeah. you're right. He doesn't live in like a big house or anything. No, he lives in like a hovel. Oh wow! Whoa, it, he's got it, a nice garage. Whoa. It looked, so mean. I thought they were supposed to. It was like very trashy. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to like, look kind of shitty. But you would then bully they do Biff have a, in high school. Uh, then they I do would, have a you know, nice. it will do him good. 
<laughs> I think it's I I want to point out how nice it is that Biff's son Griff um oh. uh no Biff's grandson oh, we Griff, don't need his son right uh we yeah, we don't need Biff's children we oh. meet his grandson Griff yeah uh Griff I I don't know when Biff had children by the way in in that original timeline I mean but um Griff, uh, Griff's gang, very similar to original Biff's gang, although way more uh, racially and gender diverse. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, and they're all that's, idiots. That's 2015. I love. It's that term like a heavy. Yeah, I love gangs of heavies that are like bad at their job. I think it's so, yeah. Oh, yeah. and they always dress like cowboys. <laughs> and I think it's such a great older, like older movie thing. Trope. Oh. Speaking of which, um, uh, speaking of which, speaking of heavy, no, speaking of, um, we gotta do our, our old our retro review section. Ooh, that would not fly today. Oh yeah. Oh. What would you think would not fly today? Um, I've got a few. I I think a the car. The <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Um, the sidelining of Jennifer. Um, just on a, a story level, people would have a lot of criticisms about it. Um, and then the the bigger one would be Biffism, the very eighties oh. uh, Japanese businessman stereotype. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was bad. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was you, so of its time. Oh yeah, it's that that late eighties Japanese businessman. That, that, but it emanates from. The fact that we were doing business together yeah, in a the real, real way. Thing. So it's sort of sweet in um, a way. Like it comes mm. from a nice place, I think. Um, but you know <laughs> It's it's so funny. Very over the top. I that crazy trope of like I mean, that was such a trope in like sitcoms and everything. Like, oh, we're meeting with the Japanese businessmen. Yes. That was code for this is an important meeting because right. Japanese businessmen right. have money. They can make or break your future. Yeah. And th this guy, I feel like in real life, had no accent, probably. Oh, I'm sure not. I'm <laughs> and sure. And it's on a 20 in this scene. Yeah, and, and it's I'm, probably I'm... like he was like, his family went through like internment camps and stuff. And now Damn. it's like, oh, you you uh, pretend to be the most like broad Japanese stereotype you can. And he's, and he's like probably thinking about his ancestors. And he's like, and sorry. I, I bet in 1989... <laughs> Ninety nine percent of the white people on that set didn't didn't see a single issue with Zebekus being like up it up it a little bit. Remember, you're a Japanese businessman. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. I noticed like, that some of your like... R's are not L's. <laughs> can, can we right, be more consistent kind of about yeah. that? Yeah, that uh, was bad. I was just um, why was I? I randomly... You know what would not happen? This is kind of piggybacking on the first movie. Yeah. I don't think they would do a thing where they steal music from the black man. Oh yeah. I don't think they would do steal that. Steal music from like the Chuck black Berry. man? Is that what you said? Yeah. What does that mean? You're, that's like the old John Mulaney bit. What are you guys back talking the about? Just the Chuck Berry? One, it's implied Chuck Berry that... host of the gong show? No, yeah, Chuck Barris is the host of the gong Chuck show. Berry, oh, who's the Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good. The like musician. when like when he did not come up with his own thing, it's and your like he actually, Marvin. yeah, it's your cousin Marvin. You know that sound you were looking for, and then he like puts the. Well, it's what? still amazing. Are you two? Oh, that happens in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Which they kind of show again in this one, and they even showed the guy approaching the phone. 
Yeah. Years, like picking up a phone. Years ago, I started writing a sketch that I didn't finish because it wasn't funny. But it was um, someone at a Chuck Berry concert running on stage and being like, stop this, this instant. I went to Hill Valley High and that man stole this song from my friend Calvin Klein. <laughs> oh, but he learned it from Chuck Berry. Yeah, it's it's a secular thing yeah. where that song oh, apparently now has no. I think it that would ruffle feathers, but I think that'd be a BS feather ruffling. It would. Uh, there... I don't. I feel it feels like it implies that this in that world that like they would steal music from like. I mean, they're like all. There's a history of like white people like taking away and appropriating black people. But wouldn't this be stealing it back then? I mean. Not my guess is because he gives them the idea for Johnny Be Good. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So it's sort of like, oh, look, this is actually a thing white people made, and this is like black people are appropriating that. Not that Marty made. I I would say I, just, I think it you're seems right. No, it's I think, like it, uh, it's bad. I think if he it would exploited be... them for money. I would. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Agree. So yeah, but if we like introduce like a Barry Gordy thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think if if the first one came out today with that scene as is, it would be on the level of the debate uh, when uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out about whether or not it was insulting to the memory of Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people would be very angry. Some people would be like, "Why is this an issue?" Mm. It would be right. Like, There'd be a think piece about like why he wrote that song. Yeah, it would be a blow up. Like what real thing it emanates from that was. Horrible man. I don't know. I don't think <laughs> Johnny it, be good. I don't yeah. think it's the same thing. Because maybe it was Johnny. Was well, I don't so think bad. it's the same thing. I'm just talking. In, I think in it's exactly the, the same. Res- thing. I'm talking about <laughs> the response. The the you're saying would, it would have fly to. I'm saying it would have the exact same level of scandal. Mm. Where like sure. people would write things, but most people would be like, eh. It wouldn't be debilitating the same way. I guess. I just, I feel like the, like the entire implication of that scene is like, just doesn't sit well with me. I'm Interesting. Not, and I'm not like, I'm not no, quick to be upset about that. I like the Bruce Lee stuff did not upset me, but like that thing oh, it was, was always like. Uh, <laughs> it was very funny. I want to be contrarian. I'm going to side with also, uh, Bruce Lee's daughter. Have you, like, <laughs> as a child of a celebrity, nobody's ever made fun of your celebrity relative? Yeah. That's what struck me as unusual. Yeah, that and maybe that's weird. true. And I get why any if my parents were famous and people mm. made fun of them, I'd be annoyed. Obviously. Yeah. Right. I, that's I life, think it's I more I my know. thing is like why are uh why are we talking about this? Uh, <laughs> I brought it up, it's my fault. Why is this um, edgy stuff? Oh dude, yeah, this is very provocative. <laughs> um but yeah, it's, I think it's the kind of thing like people uh whether you're offended or not, it's fine. I my whole thing where people kept bringing up the daughter's response, and I'm, I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, who cares what yeah, she?" That's what fit. I mean, right? If she's, of offended, she's offended, fine. But that doesn't mean the movie's necessary. Like, there's tons yeah. of things where, like, she should be offended I'm if sure, she loves her dad. You know, I'm sure people. <laughs> Uh, be. If she likes her dad. Well, if she <laughs> hates him, then she'd be like, yeah, get it. I'm sure Roger Ailes' children are not happy about the bombshell coming up, uh, but that doesn't right. mean, mm. you know. Right, but I think it's or also that, just uh, like. show on Showtime. Oh. Oh, the Russell Crowe. Hey, let's yeah. get all that sweet Roger Ailes. Roger content. Ailes is like the new, like on Broadway all of a sudden. He's Lyndon the new Jackson is the, yeah. yeah. Like, it's weird, these roles that all these men have to play all of a sudden. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, now we have two guys playing Roger Ailes. <laughs> Like, is this, it's the new Hamlet. It is the new, yeah. Except, uh, whatever. Like, he's just a creep. So it's hard to find the layers. That fat suit on Lithgow in that trailer is so insane. I am kind of excited about that movie. It's I, incredible. I, you saw it? I loved it. You've seen really? it? I've seen everything. 
Oh, wow. we were gonna. Oh yeah, we were gonna. Can we disclose what? I think I don't know. I didn't okay. say anything because you play Megan <laughs> Kelly in that movie. That's right. You should. I. It's a thin suit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you um which I should wear all the time. <laughs> John was lucky enough to be selected to be a, a SAG acting nominator. Nominator? Yeah. Nominator. So you saw which it. Which is like winning see? a lottery. It's like winning a movie lottery. Mm-hmm. So what what do you so you are one of the people who's going to vote on the nominations for the SAG act, acting I guess well, most of the like, SAG nominations are acting. Yeah. Um, not stunts. You're you know not going to rank stunts. <laughs> no, stunts is one. Yeah. Oh, really? I got a, D- a John Wick DVD. Performers. SAG, SAG rewards the stunts in a way that the Oscars do not. No, I think it's nice. You have but to do I would a backflip think, to get your statue. But I would think they would should have their peers evaluate who's a good stunt person, not like actors. That's like, true, but yeah. we consider, I guess, each other our peers? No, that's fine. Even that's though cool. you're right. Yeah. Because also now that SAG after one thing, like, that's radio, weatherman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's everything. That's You're true. nominating the best weatherman? Yeah, the best weatherman <laughs> or woman in America. Uh, so what? what is the process? So you go to theaters, I assume, There's to no, watch I these? just got a letter one day that was like, hi, you are a, you've been selected to be, and I was like, oh. And it was like, you, you will be able to go to all these, you know, advanced screenings. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> and I have to just fill out a sheet at the end. You know what I mean? How many big movies that haven't come out yet have you seen? Not uh, four. Four. Okay, what are they? Because I was a little picky, I think. Okay. Which is interesting because I was like, oh, this everyone must be like this, right? What, what have you Which seen? Which biases the yes. nominations. Right. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't want to go see that movie, really. Like, if I see it, I'll see it. But, uh-huh. you know. But then Uncut Gems, I was very curious mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to see that. Good? I Not for me, I think. But, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you Did might you like, like it. I don't good know. times? I haven't seen it. And I'm very curious. I really hated Good Times. I don't think you'll like. I th- <laughs> I think if you find their style grating at all to your like sensibilities, I do in a way though. That was not the thing that made me hate that movie as much. But oh. yeah, I I the trailer seemed intriguing, but yeah, the style right. is somewhat grating. It sounds like a similar from what I've from people describing Good Times. It sounds very similar in a way. Oh, okay. and it's very hard for me to watch. So what it was were very you- loud and. Hard to follow for me Aww. and upsetting ultimately. <laughs> so, what were the things you skipped? Can you say that? I don't remember because I forgot sort like oh, okay, just like uh, oh, you know what? I skipped and I bet it's a great movie and I will see it. Like the lighthouse, I was like, eh, I'll get to the lighthouse, uh, but I like the Irishman comes I in, I'm like, well, I'll be there first. You know, I'll be the first <laughs> in line. So, uh, when how do those screenings work? Do you show up and there's a seat reserved for you, or is it like you know, like an advanced screening where you have it to is show up early? A shit a- show. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, so there's like you get the the they set up the special screenings for all the nominators, which are just like like when you're in SAG, then there's normal screenings every where year for help? the awards, like the DGA theater. Okay. You ever go there? Like um. What's that one in Lincoln Center? Walter Reed. Uh-huh. You know, like or the, the SVA hospital. on 23rd. Yeah, the Walter Reed uh, Veterans <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why, that's why the VA is... <laughs> yeah, that's why there's so much trouble. <laughs> we really we really need to close up the the waiting list for v- for veterans trying to get their support. Also, it sucks that their hospital is mostly used for movies. Yeah, and then they pay exorbitant fees to show those movies there. <laughs> um... So you you RSVP and then you show you have to show up like forty five minutes early. 
So you get there really early because mm-hmm. that's just when they let you in. So you want to get there before that. Uh-huh. So you get a decent seat. But then the like non-nominating SAG people get an invite also and they can RSVP for the standby. Mm. Oh. So they fill it to capacity every time. But it's well, you like, want to see it with an audience. But people become like lunatics about trying to get seats. Oof. Oh, really? Like it's like a bunch of animals at a trough. It's like a feeding <laughs> frenzy. It's crazy. People <laughs> yell at each other. Like it's in, it's insane. Oh, so man. we always get there super early and just like sit you get in a, a plus front one. Row. Oh yeah, that's pretty nice. Isn't that that's nice? Yeah, it's very. It's like free dates for oh, for they, the fall. Okay, they're free as well. Well, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, that, I guess you, that, makes that sense. you have to yeah. show up like two hours early. I used to do so when I lived in LA. Mm-hmm. I would I would go to a lot of uh, test screenings, and that was the vibe there too. Like you have to show up very early, right. and then like and. I'm like. Were people crazy there too? No, that's there were. Oh, that's good. That I makes mean, sense. Like people showed up early, but then like no one was like you right. know, rushing or anything. Like right. people were you know sitting down. It's because there's the two tiers, <laughs> right? They let in all the nominators. All the nominators find their seats, mm-hmm. and then they let in like hundreds of people who are on the standby list who are desperately trying to get the best seat they can. Ugh. So as a nominator, you can show up probably like 45 minutes ahead and be okay because they're still more or less but you want you know i don't know i like an aisle uh, do you have your picks basically figured out already you don't have to tell us i don't know well kind you know the one i really don't know i i kept telling i was like i hope her because you have to submit yourself to be considered i guess Mm. I'm learning all about the awards for the first time. To, oh, oh, okay, yes. The, the, or your agent the might or your manager. The performers have to put right. themselves into uh-huh. consideration. And the woman who deserves best, I don't know what the category would be, something actress. Best publicist. In Marriage Story, uh-huh. the, uh, the woman who does the social work visit. Oh, is yeah. so incredible. Like, and I was like, and she was at the talk back, and I was like, I feel like she's not going to submit herself. Because she doesn't seem like a person who would go after she's an award. From some, but she's someone from Baskets, should. right? Yeah, she's from Baskets. Oh. So maybe her agent or something. But I was like, she has to win. Like, if she's on the list, she will definitely. She like mm. I, I Really? Think. It's a very small role. It is a small role. But That'd be like we the screen all... length of like Judy Dench in uh, Shakespeare in I Love. I mean, it's happened before, right? And she's won. Did she win an and Oscar Hannibal for that? Lecter. Yeah, for what, seven minutes of screen time or That's something? That's amazing. Oh, oh and, and Hannibal Lecter, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Network, the wife of the main character who's only in two scenes, but one of which is a very long Are like monologue. Serious? She was either nominated or won Best Supporting Actress. I think. I is don't it even like remember. Ned, Beatty? Like Ned wife? Beatty's wife? Yeah. No, no. Oh, Ned Holden's, Beatty's only in the one scene William Holden's as well. wife. It's William Holden's wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you mean Ned Beatty's only in the one scene? He is. He's the lead of the movie. No, he's not. Oh, Peter Finch. Yeah, Ned. I always mix and those also, two up. I would, and also... Uh, <laughs> Um, that character's not the lead. William Holden's the lead. No, I disagree. Oh, no. It's about people reacting to, um, what the fuck's the character's name? Uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Harry Howard Hayes. Beale. <laughs> Hayes. Howard Beale. Howard that's Beale. Right. Characters are reacting Which to Which Studio Howard 60 yeah, does I mean, a big riff yep. on in the first episode. Yeah, of course. I remember seeing that pilot and watching, watching the pilot for that and 30 Rock and being like, well, I know which one's the good show. <laughs> Clearly so not 30 funny. Rock. Right. It's so weird that those two competed in any way. It's so weird. That is true. But it does make sense. Because it is weird to have a show about a sketch comedy show. Yeah. So the fact that there'd be two yeah. is weird, kind of, even though they're radically different. And it's, the I mean, fact those meetings... that, like, one of them is serious. Yes. Oh, but it's so good. 
No, I, I enjoy it, but also uh, whenever I, people so you, hate you it, I like it. Unironically? Unironically, I don't like anything ironically. Oh. Yeah, I don't, or very I don't little, do very that little. either. Yeah. I think well, people I, are when I say ironically, I guess I guess I not ironically. I guess oh, I you mean, mean like more hate like watching? yeah, like hate no, watching? not hate watching. I say mean more like guilty pleasure. You you love well, it a guilty for pleasure? its flaws. Oh no! I mean, I enjoy. It's it. a lot of gymnastics you did there with <laughs> working your way away from. Well, like ironically, I mean, uh, the same ironically way, the guilty pleasure. <laughs> the same way I love like eighties horror movies, like trashy eighties horror movies. I love them. There's something I find quaint and sweet about tr tr the the production of but, them. But I mean, you do enjoy watching them, right? Yes. So I, that's yeah. why I'm saying not I I'm not ironically like, isn't it stupid that I enjoy watching this? Right. Right. So you just you just you enjoy the characters and story of thirty of uh, the of quote unquote flaws of the show have <laughs> become more apparent now that I've had some time away from it and I'm watching it, and I do still love it. So I suppose. <laughs> yes, it is similar in that way now. Okay. When I was younger, I thought it was just sheer perfection. I mean, I watched that whole season. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I remember... Um, K&R. That's where I learned what K&R was. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the, like, the last plot. The last like 17 episodes yeah. of the season are about... The, the only TV show I've ever written an official review of was um, uh, uh, news news newsroom 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 night room. Uh, I got my <laughs> it's I, like night court, but there's no court. It's just the room a room where people go at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a bedroom. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, that was back when I was uh, I was writing for uh, Mediaite. And we got a uh, four episode screener. Ooh, uh, fun! Because we we covered the news industry, so I was like, I'm gonna review it, and I took it home, uh -huh. and I got through three episodes before I was like, I can write this review, <laughs> and I said in my review, I did not watch the fourth episode because the third episode is the Gabby Giffords one, and by that point, I was like, uh, okay, right. <laughs> I quit on the first episode, and I do love Aaron you Sorkin. Quit? I, I was that when he like mansplains to this interviewing lady. This is, I think, the first the, scene. The first scene. No, the college student. Is that what you mean? It was it a college? Yeah, I forget what it was. He's doing a talk back Q&A uh, at a college. Oh, I was just like, oh It's similar to God. Studio 60. Yeah. It's like a long... I, I know, but at that point, I was not, like, I, 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 I was done. Yeah. I was like, I don't need this again but, in my life. I know the, like, the last episode is gonna be named What Kind of Day It Has Been because, like, <laughs> that's all it is all the time. There's yeah. gonna be shenanigans with the email. I, like, oh, God. It's so interesting what we demand from people right <laughs> like we want them to do the same thing because that's what we like about them and then we get sick of it at one point and we're like why do you always do the same thing well it's like once I you think see i, I guess once you that. see the gears movie i mean like uh yeah, studio once, 60 right. uh, studio 60 social network remains one of my favorite movies of all time so i'm absolutely not a Sorkin because hater. he pivoted in a way yeah. and it's, now he does iterations on that in a way yeah it, it, I didn't see Steve Jobs. Do you? Or was I, just saw Jobs. I saw Jobs. I saw Molly's Game. I Molly's Game. I saw. Molly's game. Really? I think that script got an Academy Award nomination. I, no I know. I was surprised. There's so lot. much narration. I didn't hate it There's as much. There's so much narration. But did you find it interesting or no? I I I thought in and of itself, but like a We're lot. We're just of, talking now, I guess. This has been our <laughs> discussion of Back to the Future Part Two. But a lot of it was just like, oh, like she describes exactly what you see on screen, yes. and I was like, why? 
But I did hate you that. feel That's that? A oh, so you didn't like that. I, yeah, I don't like it. There was one movie I saw, a Brazilian movie called The Leech Squad. I don't know if you saw it. It was like, it was compared to City of God. It was not City of God. But like in there, it's basically just the guy narrates everything. Right. And I lost my mind and walked out. Oh. I just couldn't deal with it. I saw, um, did you see Ad Astra? Oh, uh, I haven't yet. Do we talk about Ad Astra? Sure, I haven't cares? seen it. <laughs> I no. saw it with. with uh, Are you going to? Do you yeah, care? Yeah, I want to see it. Okay, don't spoil it. I I, I saw it. Um, uh, I went to a bachelor party in Colorado, and we were, had to kill like five hours for the plane. The last the plane back, and uh, we're just like, well, we're in Colorado. We bought a bunch of edibles. Let's just go uh, eat some edibles and go see a movie. Oh, and we went to see. Yeah, yeah, we went to see Ad Astra that's a great on the big pick, screen. I think for marijuana, the movie ended. <laughs> I'm serious. The, great pick for marijuana. The movie ended. I saw it with uh, uh, four other guys. <gasps> Can I guess? Yeah, it was split almost down the middle. Um, it is split in the in the down the middle only because I count myself four times. Four people despised it. <laughs> yes, and I loved it. Yeah, that's yeah. same with in in the middle. I thought mm. I don't remember what happened exactly. But I was like. This is definitely either a you love it or you hate uh -huh. it. And it's the voiceover. They hated the voiceover so much. That's what did it? Yeah. It wasn't the... No spoilers! <laughs> the collage of science fiction, like, throwbacks that don't sort of really go together in any way, but somehow <laughs> I didn't care at all and loved every second? I think they... they uh, Maybe they didn't like other stuff, but it was really all they could talk about afterwards was how pretentious the voiceover was. Yeah, and, and it, 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 it is. is so pretentious. It's so over the top. <laughs> and I just have to be like, oh yeah, it's Joseph Campbell. It's uh, not Joseph, Joseph Conrad. Yeah, it's like just this is going of for, yeah. Mm. This is trying to be poetic. Yeah. And as and in my opinion, not failing at all. I liked it. But I, it's not what we're used to watching, yeah. you know? It's very sincere. Mm. And we're not used to just sincere emotional stories about fathers or mother. Like, I do uh, want to see it. And there's a lot of very it. surprising violence and action that comes out of nowhere. Oh, and <laughs> jokes. And jokes. Subway on the moon. Spoiler. But, you know, <laughs> subway. there's a subway. The moon, it, the moon looks be... like Penn Station. <laughs> Ad Astra. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I oh. think he should get a best actor. Brad Pitt. Yeah, and it's, I bet he'll be he nominated for nothing. Once Upon Once Upon a Time. I, I just I don't want to say that full title. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I would, yeah, I would love for him to win. I don't have. I don't have yeah, you already took three hours of my life with seeing that movie. I don't have time to also say that long title. Uh, so guys, we forgot <laughs> really to like give a title. letter grade oh, right. to Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, who cares? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh wow, right. this is long. <laughs> yeah. So let's in the efforts to wrap this up for us and for our listener. Uh. On three? Yep. Give oh, sorry. I'm just grade. texting my girlfriend. I'm talking about up. Studio 60. <laughs> All right. What three. do I say? A letter grade? Letter sorry, grade. listeners. He's taken. Can I do pluses and minuses? Yes. Okay. Of course. We're not monsters. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, three, two, one. B minus. C minus? B minus. B. All right. Oh. That sounds That's better. harsh, Veronica. C minus is like two and a half stars. There is such That's basically a D. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There is such a surplus uh, of ideas in this movie that I love. It doesn't pull them all together. That's what kept yeah. me out of the C territory. All right. There's a lot of great. It's like it's like a 
It's like a stew with a lot of great ingredients that all. It's like yeah. the, uh, when uh, Rachel makes that dessert. Oh, <laughs> the the cake. It, yeah, and it's all great ingredients. They just don't go together in this movie. That's true. Yeah, like peas, good. Yeah, jam, good. That's how I felt. <laughs> um, all right. So, what's coming up in the theaters? What? Oh yeah, we have a professional prognosticator. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Try to predict what will be the number one movie in the next uh, episode. Oh, that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Because how does as this a work fan again? of the show, you definitely know. I've only listened to one. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, so we go between either watching the number one movie currently in uh, in the box or office, or that week or... in the past. Exactly. So the, our next one is going to be a new one, and it could be any one of those, which are oh great, you'll tell us. Yes, great. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. obviously, yes. Uh, well, I don't know if okay, it's obvious uh, until you hear the others. Twenty one bridges. Yes, it's obvious. We keep going. Uh, and a frozen two. Bum bum bum. <laughs> frozen two will be number one. That is very interesting. Well, we're getting into that uh the the big times now. The, the I fall. don't know. No, you, it'll be frozen two. Dude. Really? It's Am I like being breaking presale records everywhere. Yeah. Oh, frozen really? one is the most successful animated film of all time. I found I was so bored. I, yeah. I wouldn't say the best animated There was a film child, there was like a three-year-old in the front <laughs> row, or like towards the front mm. of the theater, that with 10 minutes left to go, just screamed. <laughs> I can't take any more of this. <laughs> are you sure you're talking about Frozen, or are you talking about the Frozen short film that aired briefly before Coco, <laughs> before enough people complained and they eliminated it? Do you think they did that just so it would be nominatable for an Academy Award? No. No, the story behind that is fascinating and very disheartening. Um, oh. <laughs> Coco was coming out. Yeah. Uh, there were people who genuinely, I mean, this was also post-Trump being elected, genuinely concerned that not enough Americans would go see a heavily Mexican, uh, uh, Mexican-themed animated film. So, to hedge their bets, they decided to put a uh, frozen short film that wasn't a short film. It was an ABC children's tv special that's why it's so fucking long it was 22 minutes long it's supposed to be a half hour long tv special with commercials and they just slapped that on the front of coco thinking we can get frozen is so popular that people will bring like even the racists will come (laughs) will buy a ticket to (laughs) make advertise that yeah. Oh. In, in areas that they thought Coco wouldn't do oh, well. Oh, interesting. Um, but then people hated it so much and loved Coco yeah. that after about a week, they cut the short film. Well, that's nice. Mm. That's nice. Aww. But then I keep saying short film. So it was a TV has a special. Happy ending. Uh, yeah, sure. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Coco won. Good job. All right. Well. Uh, I lo- Isn't that. Wait, there was something so funny in that. That short special also kind of like, um, oh, they're singing a song about how everyone celebrates Christmas differently. And then one of the shots is a Jewish family celebrating Hanukkah. And the implication is that celebrating Hanukkah is different Christmas. It's just another (laughs) way to celebrate Christmas. It's such a funny premise for a song. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, I do not hate Frozen. Notion, that special is terrible. Everyone celebrates it differently. Nobody doesn't celebrate Christmas. (laughs) All right, uh, yeah, Frozen Two. Um, I be a be a contrarian. Take the take the bet. Go with Mr. Well, Rogers. No, I'm not. I, I'll be a contrarian. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if it's breaking pre-sale records, I feel like it's open and shut. Then, right? Yeah. Is it doing better in pre-sales than Star Wars? 
uh, I, I don't know. So it started pre-sailing before, and I remember like reading stories about like Frozen beating the Avengers. Guys, I'm starting to think that Disney is going to have a profitable year. <laughs> also, I think Mr. Rogers is going to do well over. Uh, oh, Mr. Rogers, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. Though they, the only uh, movie opening white on Thanksgiving is Knives Out, which is awesome. Ooh, and that I'm is the movie. Excited. That is like. The only like big release coming up that I'm that excited yeah, about. Yeah, I know. I'm what so about the Irish? Oh, you mean because they're, they're all I'll out? I'll see Irishman on Tuesday. Um, but oh, it's like, man. And I'm sure I'll love it. But like, yeah, there's just what else is coming out that I should be so excited about? I think so many. The people. report. <laughs> the report. Wait, sure. is that the Mueller report? No, the no, torture report. The torture report. memos. Oh, thank. God. It's weird to say thank God after that. But <laughs> I was like, they did this that quickly? Oh, yeah. But Can no. you believe they made Thank a movie God. about that hoax already? No, no, no. <laughs> about the... Right. Uh, the torture from Bush? No, yeah, the, from the Mueller Bush. report. The, the torture... You mean the, from the torture Bush. memos are from... Uh, yeah, yeah, from Bush. Bush. That yeah. we were torturing people. Oh, that'll be a good movie. It's supposed to be good. There's it's a lot of sleeper nonfiction... Like, yeah. There's that you Soderbergh know. one about the Panama Papers oh, starring that one Meryl Streep. so Street? bad. I... Wait, it is? It's so terrible. It's oh. on Netflix now. I love it. So Steven Soderbergh, it called? The... the Laundromat. The Laundromat. So it's... <laughs> you know it's an L word. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, like, I feel like I should, like, shouldn't spoil this, but it's also just like. Well, again, based on a true story. Like, one of the worst <laughs> things in the movie is that, like, at some point, for no reason whatsoever, Meryl Streep plays a Panamanian woman, including like a fake nose, like big boobs, and Why? like doing it. Unclear. Unclear. Because she's Meryl Streep, <laughs> and they were like, Meryl Streep wants to be in the movie? How many, how many of our nation's biggest actors saw Tilda Swinton get to play 53 characters in Suspiria, <laughs> called up their agents, and went, get me that now? <laughs> I mean, that's why, though, right? But, like, Meryl Streep's done. She did the HBO Angels in America. She's done but the whole... But that one, it was just so odd and unbelievable. No, it sounds like the whole playing a bunch of characters in one movie thing. Yeah, she, and oh, she was right. in, you know, she was the star of Nutty Professor 3. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. As we all know. And uh, Master of Disguise. Yeah. <laughs> she played Dana Carvey. Exactly. Wait, is She's playing a, a Panamanian sort of a uh, dicey? What? Is that a dicey? Well, it's just, move? it's so weird. I'm going to try just to find like, a picture. So, it's, not, it's like, imagine like. Isn't it dicey though or no? I don't know if it's dicey or not. That's how not come? the point. What? How come it's dicey? She's playing like a Japanese person would be dicey, right? I mean, I guess it's it's sort of like brown face, I guess you could argue. Isn't it? A Panamanian? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, I see a headline. No, but I mean, isn't it her playing? I think it is dicey. We need to talk about Meryl Streep's But I don't face. know if it's like considered dice. Like no one talked about this movie, which I think is no one saw it. But like right. I like that one was such a like. I didn't know it was oh on the Panama Papers. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did Holy <laughs> shit. She doesn't look like a human. She looks like. Uh, it's so Are weird. you looking at that's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, right? What a great juxta like. There's two images of her next to each other. It's the two characters she plays. Yeah, so she like plays one character throughout most of the movie, and then like in oh, like the last thirty face. minutes. How come she doesn't get in trouble? Yeah, I don't know. I think because no one saw the movie. Yeah, I think it's literally because no one. They saw did it. a great job. I mean, <laughs> she looks like a completely different person. Yeah, but she doesn't look human. <laughs> yeah, she does. Oh, I think she looks very human. So you should check out the. I, I saw the movie. But that is the character, right? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> That's amazing. That's great makeup. Good job. Unlike hey. Back to the Future 2. <laughs> Unlike. Well, Whoa. you know. Whoa, that scene where Christopher Lloyd rips off his old age makeup and then barely looks any different. That was fun. <laughs> I love that joke. No, that, no, it was more in the house when like Marty McFly in the future looks like he's 170 years old. Like he looks older than his dad almost. <laughs> he's had a rough life. Yeah, he had a know, car accident. The That's way true. And he works at the factory in the, yeah. with the, Jap- the Japanese car factory, I guess. Is that the implication? Yeah, and he's, uh, he, he was... Uh, Which he's embezzling from, I guess. He was right? like... A, yeah, I yeah, wasn't clear to me how he got flea fired. From, uh, uh, flea from... Was it Flea? Yeah, it was Flea. Okay, because I was Is like, this Goonies? looks like flea? flea. No, Flea from uh, Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Which I oh, have to assume what? the guy who who like convinced yeah. him to he's like, in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and she the, reacts to the character the named Needles. So I oh. have to one imagine of the nihilists in the Big Lebowski. Is, oh. I have to imagine he must also be in other other of the flat uh, Back to the Future movies. Please, yeah, because it would be weird. I mean, the it first one, ver- the first one famously <laughs> had a Huey Lewis cameo. So it's possible they just wanted another rock star. Did the Red Hot Chili Peppers do any music for Back to the Future? Okay, so yes, he (laughs) plays the character Needles in both Back to the Future Part Two and Part Three. Thank God for continuity. Well, every everyone everyone in the second and third movie plays multiple characters in each. All right, guys, I think (laughs) the time has come to hop back into the time machine. This is an hour and a half. Oh, that. It's not terrible, right? Or is it's it? not terrible, but my old it podcast is long. used to be like over two sometimes. Ooh, well, we could keep talking. I guess. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, well, John, John, thanks. just looking at his phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up. <laughs> he what... looked up to see what we were talking about. No, I'm looking podcast. up. I'm looking up needles and what he does <laughs> in the third movie. Needles is the character who got in the. Um, uh, uh, who got in the the race that led to the car accident? So in the third movie, we see. I'm remembering this now. We see when they return to the present. Marty's oh. learned and doesn't do the race with him that would have led Whoa. to his life being ruined. Even though it seems like you might be a chicken. <laughs> then this, so that uh, Alan Silvestri score kicks in. How did they hang a whole character across three movies? On the chicken thing is, I do not think in the first movie. Uh, really? I don't think it was. I, it's not something I remember. They do but, it seventeen times in part two. It, that's his entire arc in the second. And movie. It also insane. seems like the craziest thing. Like, right. I love it. It's like why I would you? It. So why are you so upset? He just yeah, called you a chicken. You, yeah, I fine. love how stupid it is. Oh well. And then you the know third what? one, it's yellow. A plus plus. I'm moving <laughs> up. That's what I learned. What that meant. He was like, "What are you yellow?" Oh yeah, and he's like nobody calls me Yella. I'm I'm moving up my grade chicken. to A plus plus. A plus plus. Ah, uh, fair enough. I'll up mine to a no. I can't. Do <laughs> I'll lower mine to a B. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, talking about many things. Yeah, thank you, John. Is, is there anything you want to uh, plug? Uh, yeah, go listen to uh, for you Mad About You fans out there. <laughs> go check out Mad About Mad About You <laughs> on every podcast platform that this thing's available on, I think. I'm sure we have a crossover appeal. We haven't yeah. recorded an episode in m- almost a year, but uh, <laughs> I pay $20 a month to keep them up there. So <laughs> go take advantage. Well, it's coming back. So yeah, the reboot drops. Are you, are you going to do episodes for the reboot? It's a lot of, as you know, podcasts are a lot of work. <laughs> I would love to be on one because I am. I love that joke. 
It's a great show. I did too. Yeah. It's a uh, great is show. this our new thing? Are we going to demand every guest yeah, brings like, us? Yeah, we have to reciprocate. Manolo brought us on his radio show. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. so what are you going to do? What are you going to do for us? I think I've done plenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back in the time time machine and head back to the present. Choo-choo. Or back to the future? Fuck, back how did I fuck future. that up? 